This is episode three of the Curiosity Club podcast. Welcome to the Curiosity Club podcast, a safe place to get your weekly dose of life lessons, helping you let go of fear, overwhelm and insecurity. I'm your host, Katri Barrett. With each episode, I share my insights and practical skills for you to unlock your full potential. Live and work confidently. Be courageous. Be curious. Because life's too short to keep holding yourself back. Hello, hello, lovely people. I hope you're all keeping warm if you're in the UK. I'm currently wearing my hat and dressing gown over my clothes because the downside of living in a Victorian house with 16-foot ceilings is it's bloody freezing. (laughs) However, the sun is shining through the window right now, so that makes everything a little bit better. I want to explore the mind-body-self connection with you today. It's something that's referred to a lot, especially within the well-being industry, but I feel it's often not explained in a way that is easy to understand. There also tends to be quite a lot of fluff that can surround this topic, and I know it can be off-putting for some people, so I want to try and explain it to you in a way that is simple and easy to understand, because a better understanding of this vital connection can have a huge impact on us. I'm going to talk about what is meant by each of the three bodies, how they connect to one another, and the impact that this has on our overall health and well-being. How I see it, human beings have not one, but three bodies. The mind, our psychological bodies, the physical body, our physiological body, and the self, our spiritual or true self body. It's useful to regard them as three bodies so that you can more easily understand the workings of each and how to look after them, because they are obviously very different. However, although they are different to one another, they are all intrinsically interconnected. They all affect one another, and together they are what makes the whole you. When one of these three bodies is lacking or suffering in some way, that is when ill health occurs. And the symptoms of this might show up in a different body to the original problem. For example, if you're feeling stressed, stress caused by negative thinking in the psychological body can cause the skin of the physical body to be affected by getting a breakout of spots. This is due to the three bodies constantly communicating and working together whilst impacting one another. Up until the 17th century, both Western and Eastern healing systems had an integrative approach to the mind, body and self. However, through the development of science, the Western world began to see the three as separate, with the health of the physical body being deemed the most important. Eastern traditions, however, maintained their holistic approach with medicinal systems like Ayurveda and Chinese medicine, which prescribe practices like yoga and treatments like acupuncture. It's only within the last century that Western medicine has begun to value this integrative approach once more, and there is now a lot of research to support the relevance of this interconnectedness in regards to our overall mental and physical health. When breaking down the three components of our whole selves, the easiest to understand for most people is probably the body. That's because it's the only material manifestation of our being. It's therefore the most 
tangible. This is also because science has given us an extremely good understanding of what our bodies are made up from and how they work, especially compared to the less tangible spiritual and mental bodies. It also helps that we can actually see and feel our own bodies as well as other people's. Our physical bodies are intricate organisms made up of several different systems that all work together to allow us to function. We have a different system that pumps blood around the body, one that processes food. We have our own chemical communication system. We have systems that allow us to breathe, sweat, move and reproduce. It genuinely blows my mind whenever I pause to think of all these different systems working together 24-7 just to keep me functioning, let alone what is needed to enable me to thrive. I think it's really important to remind ourselves that everything is interlinked. Within the mind-body self-connection is this incredible network of systems in the body that work day in and day out. Having that sense of awe about our bodies, rather than just stressing about what we look like in the mirror, can really help when it comes to looking after them and building that strong link within this overarching connection. Moving on to the slightly less tangible, our minds. These are the cognitive and emotional aspects of the human beings. Our minds consist of our mental states, such as the thoughts that we have, the emotions that we feel, our beliefs, our attitudes, and the images we see in ourselves and imaginations. The mind enables us to process thoughts and ideas, as well as feelings and emotions, It's our minds, consciousness, memory and imagination that sets us apart from other species on the planet. And lastly, the least tangible of all the three bodies, what I refer to as the true self or self. Others may refer to it as the soul, the spirit or perhaps God. There are many terms for it and I think it's important to use one that resonates most with you. But what they're all referring to is the non-physical aspect of human beings the non-measurable and the more elusive aspect. Your true self is the essence that is experiencing your thoughts, feelings and emotions, experiencing your life. The soul is the part of us that craves meaning and seeks answers to the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? It's your true self that communicates in a language of creativity, such as music, art and poetry. I, for one, used to really struggle with identifying between myself and my mind. I didn't know the difference at all. One analogy that I found really useful is to imagine that your conscious experience of life is like a cinema. Your mind, your thoughts and your feelings are the story that is being projected onto the screen. And your true self is sitting in the audience. So it's the person sitting in those lovely comfy chairs, maybe VIP, and watching the film on the screen. Within this overarching interconnectedness is the mind-body connection. I want to talk to you about a lovely little friend that lives within us that, once I knew of its existence, changed my whole approach to well-being. I'm talking about the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is actually a pair of nerves, but often gets referred to as singular. It's our longest cranial nerve and is the literal connection between the mind and the body. 
The word vagus comes from the Latin word for wandering, and it's named as such because its job is to carry signals between the brain and all of your vital organs. It's like the dual carriageway of the body carrying messages back and forth. It starts at the top of the spinal cord and then wanders through the body to the neck, where it helps muscles with nodding and speaking. It then moves down and helps the interaction between breathing and your heart rate. It then heads into the spleen, liver and gut where it controls certain digestive processes. When you're feeling nervous and your heart rate quickens, or perhaps you get what my friends and I refer to as nervous tummy, where you've got to run to the toilet instantly, well that is the work of the vagus nerve. The management and processing of emotions happens via the vagal nerve between the heart, brain and gut, which is why we have a strong gut reaction to intense mental and emotional states. It doesn't just send signals from the brain to the body. The majority of vagus nerve activity, about 80%, comes from the belly up. So whatever is going on in your gut, your chest, your throat, it can impact what is going on in your mind because the vagus nerve is letting your brain know all about it. Whilst the vagus nerve allows the brain to monitor and receive information about what is happening down below, its function is also to contribute to the body's autonomic nervous system, which consists of the parasympathetic and the sympathetic systems. Put much more simply, what that means is the body's relaxation and stress responses. When the vagus nerve sends or receives signals of stress or danger, it activates the body's sympathetic nervous system, which will cause the fight or flight response to be triggered. This causes stress hormones such as cortisol and adrenaline to be released, which then can cause symptoms like increased heart rate, sweating, fast breathing, and it also slows down digestion. Short term, and or when we're in real danger, this fight or flight response is really useful. It can help us win races and run fast when we're getting chased by lion, which in London happens a lot. In small doses, it is useful, but when we're continuously living in this heightened state of stress, with the body being flooded with stress hormones long term, it can be hugely detrimental to our health. Symptoms of chronic stress due to overexposure to these hormones can be depression, anxiety, sleep problems, digestive problems, heart disease and changes in weight. The issue with our fast-paced and always plugged-in Western lifestyles is that so many of us are being overexposed to perceived threats in our daily lives, which is causing an epidemic of stress-related illness. These perceived threats can be things like an overbearing boss or the weight on your scales. Because of this, it is so important that we're regularly activating the body's relaxation response, the parasympathetic nervous system. And we can do this on purpose. Activating the relaxation response in the body can work as an antidote to our stressful lives. When we are living continuously in the fight or flight response, it can be referred to as having poor vagal tone. And the opposite for the relaxation response as positive vagal tone. A properly functioning vagus nerve will improve your overall brain-body communication and in turn make your whole body work better. The good news is that you can positively tone your vagus nerve on purpose. You can do so with breathing exercises. Exposure to cold water, things like cold swimming or cold showers, which is very difficult in weather like this in my house, I can tell you. (laughs) Also things like maintaining a healthy gut with a balanced diet and using probiotics. 
Other things might be singing to your favourite songs, a personal favourite of mine, getting a massage, exercising and things that you personally find relaxing. I've intentionally left talking about the true self-connection until last, because it's the one that people are least aware of or tend to avoid the most. Lots of the things that we experience mentally as thoughts and emotions and physically are side effects of the relationship or lack of that we have with our true self. A healthy connection looks like someone who really knows themselves and is living a life in a way that is true to their values and beliefs. This causes them to have more positive thoughts and emotions, which as we all know by now will mean better physical health and vice versa. Whereas let's say your core values are to live flamboyantly and to spend a lot of time with family and friends. If you're in a relationship with a partner who says that they prefer you in muted colours because you look more sophisticated, so you start dulling down your wardrobe, and you're seeing less of your friends because said partner doesn't get on with them but feels left out if you don't spend the weekend Netflix and chilling at home, just the two of you. Eventually, what will happen is you'll begin to feel resentful, frustrated, and maybe anxious about being able to balance your friends and your partner's happiness. Thinking back to the analogy of the cinema, if your true self doesn't agree with the story that is happening on the screen, then you won't be able to be truly happy or fulfilled. If you want to build that connection to yourself so that you can experience the sense of peace and self-realisation that comes with it, you need to start getting to know the real you. How is it that you want to live and why? Who are the types of people that you want in your life? What brings you joy and what doesn't bring you joy? If we want to work towards being our optimum selves, whatever that means to each of us, we need to be living in a way that integrates self-care of the three bodies. Together, the mind, body and self are the components that comprise and define our species. If we are sick or suffering, in order to heal completely, we need to work holistically. Holistically means that you are considering each of these bodies and the way that they interact with one another. This approach allows for the root cause of a problem to be addressed rather than just alleviating the symptoms of something. If we merely focus on just one of the bodies, we are missing the connection and will probably never reach our full potential for wellness and vitality. For example, no matter how much we exercise and eat healthy food to look after our physical body, If we aren't looking after our mental health, we can still experience physical illness such as headaches, weight gain and lack of sleep because the two bodies are communicating with each other and affecting one another. Therefore, it's so important that we get to know and nourish each one individually so that they can work together as a team. For me, this is why I believe that yoga is such a transformational practice because it it truly is holistic. Through the movements, breathwork and meditation, you not only get to know and nurture your body and mind, but the more you practice, the more your true self begins to make an appearance. You get to know what you like and what you dislike, what your beliefs are about yourself and what your automatic reactions tend to be. What starts on the mat then becomes so much more and you're able to take it off the mat into your day-to-day life. It's only natural that things will ebb and flow, and sometimes we'll be looking after one body better than the other. But if you keep this overarching connection between the three bodies in mind, then you will really be able to begin to make some amazing changes in your life. 
So my loves, that is all from me today. Please subscribe and leave a five-star rating if you're enjoying the podcast. If today's episode has resonated with you and you feel the call to work deeper into the areas I've discussed, then do reach out to me via Instagram or my website to find out more about my coaching programs. Until next time, stay curious. Thank you.